Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Barack Obama returns to the White House. Homicide surge in Portland, Oregon. The number of gay Americans reaches an all-time high. More adults are gambling on football than any other time in history. Also ahead, it is bad on many college campuses. But first, Barack and Michelle Obama back in action. The two will attend an official ceremony at the White House today, celebrating his presidential portrait. The paintings were unveiled in 2018 and have since been displayed at the Smithsonian and other museums. The visit marks the first time Michelle Obama has been inside the White House since the end of her husband's second term in January 2017. Crime in Portland, Oregon spiraling out of control. The city's murder rate up 200% in the last two years. Police confirming at least 70 homicides since January 1st for a city of just 650,000 residents. Despite the spike in crime, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler is vowing to hold police officers accountable. Said Whelan, quote, the rise in gun violence does not mean there should not be accountability. There should be that too, unquote. Ted Wheeler is a fool, and so are the Portlanders who voted for him. The percentage of U.S. adults who self-identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, reaching an all-time high of 9%. That figure was just 3% when Gallup began asking the question a decade ago, 86% of Americans say they're straight, 5% refuse to respond. The number of younger Americans identifying as part of the LGBT community rising to 21%. Why? Because it is trendy. A record 32 million Americans placing bets on the National Football League's opening game. The U.S. Gambling Association forecasts roughly $8 billion will be waged tomorrow night, Thursday. A dozen states have legalized online gambling the last two years, including New York, Connecticut, Louisiana, Wisconsin. Placing bets on the Internet generated $65 billion last year alone. But it is a fool's game. In the long run, bettors on football will lose money. In a moment, the politics on college campuses is very bad. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. In order for America to fundamentally change and go progressive left, students have to be indoctrinated. And that is what is happening right now. According to data from Pew Research and the Center for the Study of Popular Culture, political bias at America's colleges is at an all-time high. In the USA, registered Democrats and Republicans are roughly equal. But an examination of 32 elite colleges found the ratio of registered Democrats to registered Republicans was more than 10 to 1 in the Dems' favor. In political science departments, the Democrat to Republican ratio among the faculty was ready 133 to 5. That means leftist ideology is almost exclusively being encouraged. In college social science departments, the ratio is 133 to 1. Dems over Republicans. The closest any school comes to political parity is Northwestern University, where 80% of the faculty is registered as Democrat, 20% registered as Republican. That's the closest. At Brown University in Rhode Island, the ratio is 30 to 1. Dem faculty over Republican. How about the student body? 54% of all college students self-identify as Democrats, 29% as Republicans. 40% are afraid to voice their opinions to friends or professors, especially if they are conservative opinions. Things are really insane on many college campuses. Sarah Lawrence College offers classes on microaggressions and understanding white privilege. The University of Colorado in Boulder has banned offensive Halloween costumes like priests, rabbis, pregnant women, sombreros, and Native American outfits. Columbia University in New York City has released an official pronoun guide for incoming freshmen. And you can't say freshmen. At Penn State, that term has been canceled because of sexism. New students are called first years. So a human being is now a year at Penn State, Columbia, and other universities. Harvard began offering a blacks-only graduation ceremony in 2017. Here are two quotes from college presidents. George Washington University's Thomas LeBlanc on canceling the school nickname Colonials to promote equity. We ultimately determined that giving the division among the community about the moniker, it can no longer serve its purpose as a name that unifies. Yale President Peter Salaby on the university's historic ties to slavery. Today we are acknowledging that slavery and the slave trade are part of Yale's history. So what? That was 200 years ago. It's not relevant now. Insane. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. 
the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 36 years ago this week, a new daytime talk show debuted nationwide. The program quickly transformed its host into one of the most powerful women in America. The Oprah Winfrey Show had arrived. Here is the story. Oprah Gail Winfrey was born on January 29, 1954, in a small farming town in rural Mississippi. Winfrey's parents soon separated and left the little girl in the care of her grandmother. Oprah learned to read at two. She skipped kindergarten. She skipped first grade. She skipped second grade. At the age of six, Miss Winfrey then traveled north to join her mother and two half-brothers in Milwaukee, which was an extremely poor place at the time. She was then sent to live with her father in Nashville, Tennessee. During her childhood, Oprah Winfrey says she experienced mental, physical, and sexual abuse. After graduating from Tennessee State University, a small TV station in Baltimore hired Oprah to record local news updates and segments for Good Morning America on the local station. Winfrey then moved to Chicago in 1984 and was soon cast in Steven Spielberg's movie The Color of Purple because she was an actress as well as a broadcaster. And she became famous from the color of purple. On September 8th, 1986, the Oprah Winfrey Show was distributed to 140 cities across the USA. It quickly became the most watched daytime program in history. Since then, the American system has been very good to Oprah Winfrey. She is currently worth $3 billion, operates more than a dozen businesses, and owns 10 homes all over the world. Oprah has won 20 Emmys, a Tony, a Peabody, and an Oscar for her work. In 2013, she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Obama and two honorary doctorate degrees from Duke and Harvard. From a family farm in Mississippi to an icon in 30 years, Oprah Winfrey is an amazing story that could only happen here in America. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety. 
and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.